We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All the quarterbacks are signing, but not the one we really want to hear about. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. We're across the country on CBS Sports Radio we're on the free Odyssey app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 158 and YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Come on in and hang out with us today. Wait, I assume you're talking about Jameis Winston, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, we wait for Aaron Rodgers, who I'm now convinced he's actually waiting to announce this on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow. Because I guess he's a good friend like that. The loyalty to McAfee, that's my guess. So I don't know if we're going to hear about this till tomorrow, Perloff, but... Well, Rodgers keeps the rest of, uh, well, the Jets and the Packers hostage. It doesn't mean the rest of the NFL world doesn't continue to move. So Jimmy G, he's the latest quarterback domino to follow as we are into the legal tampering period of free agency. He gets $34 million guaranteed to go to the Las Vegas Raiders, and Stu could not be more upset. Why are you so disappointed? This is good news for you. Is it good news? I don't feel like it's good news. I feel like it's bad news. I feel like they downgraded a quarterback. No. For Derek Carr? I I think it's close, but it's not a a clear upgrade. upgrade, But I mean, Jimmy's played on better teams, so he has better stats. He's got better quarterback record, all that stuff. And the thing about Jimmy is who's your backup going to be? Because Jarrett Stidham just signed two years with the Denver Broncos. Exactly. He, he's going to get hurt. He's going to play six games and he's going to get hurt. Well, that's true. But you can't, <laughs> the year that Derek Carr had last year, Jimmy G can, that's a low bar. He can jump right over that. I know that something, there was no communication with Derek Carr and Josh McDaniels, but 24 touchdowns and 14 picks. Jimmy can do that, can he? Listen, I think you could do a lot worse than Jimmy. Like, the one question I have about the Raiders is not like, is Garoppolo the future, blah, blah. We know that he's just a band-aid. But do you still draft a quarterback with your first-round pick? You're picking seventh. Do you try to get up and maybe you get a quarterback that has to sit for a year? Or does Jimmy G signal, we're out of the quarterback race for this year. We're just going to go with the veteran as a bridge guy. A bridge to what? I don't know. I don't or know. A bridge if, to who? Jimmy G feels a little better than a bridge guy to me. A bridge guy, you but start for eight games and get rid of. But they didn't. Okay, maybe you and I have a different like, definition is, of bridge. I thought for a year. Bridge guy, I consider eight million dollars a year. Okay, I think bridge okay. guy is just the guy to keep the hold the four for one yeah. season until your quarterback's ready. Yes, and usually the bridge guy goes out in about eight games. But you can't pay Jimmy G thirty million dollars guaranteed and have him go out in eight games. So okay, so you he's got to play this year. So you. Right, he's definitely going to play this I year. Think they're so you out. I you think, think they're, they're out. out on quarterback? Well, also the other thing too is, don't they need to draft defense at some point? Well, they have a they lot of money stash on offense. Their defense has got to be bottom five in the league. I don't know exactly how you're going to fix it. I guess they have a lot of money stash on defense too, but it feels like this is not a team that can afford to trade away draft picks to move up for uh, luxury uh, items like an like a future yeah, franchise quarterback, like a project quarterback. I mean, come on, do these. Four quarterbacks, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, and T.J. Stroud feel like 
must-haves, or are they more luxuries? Okay, but maybe not a must-have, but Jimmy G, you're not going to lose enough games to execute a tank to get Caleb Williams or Drake May next year. Yeah. So, like, what do you – you're kind of like – this is an in move. This is like an all in move, but I don't know if Jimmy G is a good enough quarterback to be an all in quarterback. Stu's assuming he gets hurt after six games. Yeah. Wasn't that what you just said? Was that the number? Yeah, I said six. What about if it's 10? <laughs> Great. Even, yeah. Fantastic. 10, 10 games. He Great. lasted 10 last year. Okay. Would you, if you were GM, Maggie, okay, I'm putting this to you. If yeah. you were the GM of the Raiders and you could say Rodgers is out, all the other options are out, would you assign Jimmy G or would you have gone? straight draft, or would you do a combination of Jimmy G and maybe pick one at seven? Well, that's what I would like to do. I would like to have Jimmy G there, but I'm a little having my cake and eating it too here Mm -hmm. where, yes, the Raiders obviously need to address more things. So to trade up for a quarterback does seem a little luxury, but you have sort of Jimmy there in the back pocket. If a trade becomes available, you can see a place where you can move up on the board or maybe Will Levis falls or whatever, then maybe you find yourself in a position to pounce. They're only at seven. It's not like they're picking yeah, 17. Yeah. I mean, there might be. You're right. There could easily. First of all, we don't even know if it'll be just one quarterback. Right. Maybe the quarterbacks. Uh, what if, but what if the top, and I think this will happen, what if the top left tackle is there? You're not tempted by that? Or what if Jalen Carter falls or Will Anderson falls? Yeah. There's I mean, going to be a lot of tempting players there. I would go Jimmy G. Uh, be sure and then best old, player available. Best player available. Because you're such an old team. Uh, Devontae yeah. Adams is 30. Josh Jacobs is now on the franchise tag. I would go in for the wins. But then again, I'm probably an idiot because the Raiders don't feel like they're going to win. I understand but what you're saying. But here's the thing. Like, do, they, do the Raiders feel as all-in as Miami feels right now, as all-in, as your Eagles felt last year, as the Rams did in their Super Bowl year? Like, the Raiders are in, but I don't put them in the echelon. I, I got fooled by the Raiders last year. I thought they were going to be a playoff team, no doubt. I don't know if I'd put them as a top-tier team, though, with Jimmy Garoppolo. So it's like you're in the middle somewhere. They have more expensive free agents than any team. They have Max Crosby they just paid. Yeah. Chandler Jones they just paid. Devontae Adams they just paid. Yeah. I mean, Renfro Waller, we can keep going. Yeah, they but just they weren't paid good everybody. Enough. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that there's nothing, not all in. They paid a lot more guys than the Eagles did. The I know, Eagles but, just picked up some guys. I know, uh, but the, the the Eagles were all in and went to the Super Bowl. Like, you have to at least make a deep run in the playoffs, I think, for your all-in-ness, air quotes, to, play, to pay off, to show that it paid off. Well, it might not pay off, but they invested a lot to get all these guys. So I think they have to see if they can get there. And specifically, forget Max Crosby, forget Chandler Jones. They have to get something out of Devontae Adams now. They can't wait around for a developmental quarterback. Well, and I don't think they're going to about-face and trade him now, which was one thing that you thought they might do. Who, Devontae? Like, yeah. No, oh. they're not going to trade him now. Not, not with Jimmy. Yeah, I'm not sure. it would. I mean, he's a 30-year-old wide receiver making $30 million. I'm not sure it would have been easy to trade him for anything anyway. But remember that catch he made at the end of last year when Stidham was a quarterback? And oh, yeah. it was just, it, you know what I'm talking about. It was on the right side. I do. There was no human being on earth who could catch that ball except Devontae Adams. So if you're going to have Devontae Adams, I don't think you can tank. Or you can't. No, you can't. They're not executed to tank, but they're also not executed to go to the Super Bowl, are they? In that division? Well, Are we adding Jimmy G and all of a sudden it's a rocket ship? Well, I mean, Jimmy G has done nothing but win playoff games. (laughs) I know. We don't think that had a little bit to do with how good the 49ers team around him was. I mean, no disrespect to Jimmy G. If it was my team that signed him today, well, I'd wonder what the heck happened to Josh Allen. But no, I'd be happy, Stu, if I were you. Yeah. Okay. You've got something now. Before you had nothing. Didn't even have Jared Stidham on the roster. (laughs) Didn't even have Jared (laughs) Stidham. No quarterback. Now you've got at least something. I mean, against Patrick Mahomes, against Russell Wilson, now with Sean Payton, against Herbert, 
I mean, <laughs> you know, good luck and everything. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, gonna need the, it. That AFC West was supposed to be loaded last year. I wouldn't worry about them. Those defense. First of all, that's the other thing. Those defenses kind of stink. So you, well, could, the Raiders' defense kind of stinks. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. I mean, even Kansas City. I know the Eagles lost the Super Bowl to them, but it wasn't because of the defense. So I think Jimmy G can have a nice year here. I totally understand everything you're saying, but I, I see no reason. Wait, do you think the Raiders are a Super Bowl team with Jimmy G? No, but okay. I don't think the goal here is to be a Super Bowl team necessarily. I, I if you say they draft. Will Levis or yeah. C.J. Stroud? What's going to happen? What's the What's the upside? Well, now it really there'll be like two ships passing in the night. The Adams, Waller, Hunter Renfro; those guys are going to age out, and then by the time C.J. Stroud's ready to go, I don't know, and they won't. He won't even be there for them. But I'm not sure it'll all work out. I know, but basically, this Garoppolo deal is like a year. I mean, it's 34 million guaranteed. I think technically, it's probably two, but I, I, we haven't seen all of the details yet. Right. And if it, but this is basically a one-year deal for $34 million. Yeah, if it flames out terribly like last year's one-year deal with Derek Hart, they, they could easily end up in the top ten. And that'll be fine. Next year's quarterback class is I know, ridiculously but, loaded. But you're saying it doesn't match up with the rest of the free agents. Yeah. The same thing is, uh, excuse me, the rest of their veteran guys. Like, if they're, if Jimmy G doesn't work out this year, like he's probably going to be gone. And then you are going to be picking probably Top Towards 10? the top of the draft, yeah. you draft a quarterback, so your same problem exists next year as yeah, it does those, this year. Those guys are just one step away from the door. At that point, you're not going to keep Devontae Adams at 31 and $30 million a year, I wouldn't imagine. So it's, like, it's I guess, two ships passing the night. Regardless, this is the Raiders we're talking about. It's not like we're not talking it about. It never makes sense. We're talking about Mark <laughs> Davis as the owner. <laughs> they just got off a huge era with John Gruden. You say, is this a Super Bowl team? I'm sorry, because I'm all about winning the Super Bowl. Is that the goal here? Well, I think so. I think they'll tell you it's the goal, but I don't know if anyone thinks it realistically is. Now, here's the thing. It's got to look better with Jimmy G with Josh McDaniels than it did with Carr, right? That's the whole reason you do this is because they know yeah. they knew each other in New England, and he's going to be more familiar. Yeah. So I'm expecting the offense to be a lot better than it was with Carr. Yeah, and the offense was pretty good. It was The defense was really bad last year. Uh, so... Listen, it's the and Raiders. Carr got a lot more money. I yeah. mean, Carr got seventy million guaranteed, where Jimmy's getting thirty-four. You know, uh, the other thing too. Uh, th- this is a problem for all the teams that are looking at draftable quarterbacks. Yeah. Say you drafted Anthony Richardson or somebody, you moved up to him. What if you're in the top three? What if if you didn't have Jimmy G, you could easily be a top five pick because rookies do not win football games. Even Justin Fields, who was really good, didn't Sorry. win any football games. So you'd be sitting there number two next year with a young quarterback, then you might be tempted to, to double dip like the Cardinals. I have no idea. It just doesn't feel like a full full rookie thing is the smart thing. I think they're really, really in a much better place with Jimmy G right now than staying, staying at number seven and drafting a quarterback alone. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So Jimmy G goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. So that big domino, I guess, comes off the board. We've got more updates for you, which is, I thought this one was kind of fascinating, even though it's a backup quarterback signing, which is Mike White signs with the Miami Dolphins for two years in like $14 million or $12 million. Now, what I thought was interesting about this, Perloff, is this to me signals that the Dolphins were not lying. They were being honest with us this whole time. Tua is going to be the guy. Yeah. They just invested into a backup quarterback. I thought there was going to be another move here. Maybe a Tom Brady comes out of retirement, or were mm. they looking at Rodgers? Obviously not. But, like, this is fascinating because Miami made the move of the weekend 
which was making the trade for Jalen Ramsey, the all-pro cornerback, for a third-round pick and a player. And Miami has now gone fully all-in, but Tua is going to be the guy. I feel like this is super risky for them. Yes, I totally understand what you're saying. And now what you're saying, you're not saying Tua is not a good quarterback or an effective quarterback. No, you he's just great he's when he's healthy, but if he gets one side swipe to the head, mm-hmm. the NFL is going to be all over this. You're not going to be able to hide anything. But even and you Tom shouldn't Brady, do that anyway. Last year, when Tua was on the field, they were arguably the best offense in the league by every metric. They were. How can you go to Tom Brady now, or at least how can you make that as part of your plan when you know? You have to take a risk with Tua here, or you want to take a risk. Don't you think if you're in that building and you have Tua there and he's cheap, you're, you're at least tempted to try and take advantage and hope hope that he stays healthy? It's sort of like a big swing. I mean, it's a hope is the word I hate the most if yeah. I actually work in a front office. You know, hope is for the fans. For a front office, I think you, you're the one with all the information. Like, you're the one who saw Tua at the end of the season who had to get pulled out of those games at the end of the year because he was dis- displaying, you know, effects of a concussion days later. I mean, you're the one who was in it in a playoff game with the Bills in Buffalo. If you had just had a better quarterback, you probably pull off one of the great upsets. I mean, I, I just, you make all these all-in moves around like last year with Tyree Kill, now with Jalen Ramsey, you've done all of this stuff. And yet at the same time, you're like, all right, now we're going to roll the dice at the most important position on the football field. To me, that doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, the Dolphins are definitely all in. Well, if they had a better quarterback, then it wouldn't have been one of the great upsets, though. You're right. Well, Technically. Well, that would they have been the seventh seed? I don't know. If Tua <laughs> no, was still there, would I've got they a joke about it. Just trying to, uh, yeah, the trying to needle looked... you about that game. Yeah, thank you. And also, too, I'm I over mean, it, sort of. let's face it, the, the Bills were a bit of a... Uh, they had some distractions towards the playoff part of it. Clearly. Uh, yes. No, I totally agree. They're all in and everything except the quarterback. I just think that is if you're a front office, if you're the owner, and someone says this quarterback, his career could be over by his next big hit. But when he's in there, he's the greatest quarterback in the league. So I think they're looking at the money and saying, we got to take a, a chance with this cheap guy. That's why they're building all these players. That's why they can afford to overpay Jalen Ramsey, just because they have a cheap quarterback. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Technically, going back to Garoppolo, it's a three-year deal. But with a $34 million guaranteed, that's, I mean, in this day and age, with what quarterbacks are making, that's like not a lot of money. Which is yeah. wild well, to say, considering, as we all know, the likelihood that you get a full season from Garoppolo is going to be pretty slim. That's actually, I'm pretty happy for Jimmy G. I think that there was a point last year when nobody would have thought, you know, after he got hurt toward the end of the season, everyone was like, oh, Jimmy G is not going to get another big deal. So this is good for him. I don't know why. I'm all in on the Raiders here because to, to counter Stu. I think they're going to win 11 games this year. Is that crazy? Is that totally insane? What is the t- what's the over-under? Probably eight and a half on them? Maybe you get some good value right now. Um, okay, we've got some things coming in here about Aaron Rodgers. So we're going to take yes. a quick break. We're going to sort through everything so we can give it all to you in one nice, pretty bow. We're going to do that. By the way, we're streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. We've got all of this football news. Everyone in the chat's talking about the Oscars. <laughs> really? I didn't even know anyone. I mean, I watched the Oscars, but it didn't seem like it landed last year. Like, obviously, with the Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, wow. like nothing even close to that happened last year. Okay, it seemed, or this year. It seemed incredibly long to me. 
I'll admit, I bailed. They brought back all of the yeah. categories that they had taken out. I should have looked show. this up before. What time did it end? I think I watched till 11.30 Eastern. And it was done? It was done. Okay, because I was watching at 11 o'clock, and they hadn't gotten to any big They work. really sped it up at they, the end. I hate the way they do that. They they go, they spend so much time on the, the lesser categories. Yeah. I did not... I did not think it was well produced last night. I'm just going to say it. I didn't think the the witty banter between the presenters was funny. Yeah. Not that it ever is. No. I just didn't like it. I, I flipped away pretty early. Yeah. It was like a real B minus C, yes. C plus. So I best. went and then I unfortunately went to the Lakers Knicks. Yeah, I know. Because Julius Randle, big game. That was the least entertaining. That was least, less entertaining than the Oscars. Those two teams have <laughs> zero entertainment value without LeBron on the court. And everyone, this this weekend, everyone is jumping in with me like, hey, maybe the Lakers is a smart bet as a dark horse title team. And they stink. Oh, God. <laughs> All yeah. right. We got to get to this break because we got, we got tweets coming in here fast and furious. It's getting hot and heavy here around Aaron Rodgers. So we'll get all the latest to you in just one moment. We promise. You are listening or watching. Maggie and Perloff, so glad to have you on this Monday. NFL free agency is in full swing. We'll get you all the details on Aaron Rodgers right after this. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. It seems, Maggie, that our long national quarterback nightmare (laughs) may be over. And if it isn't over, we're going to will it to be over because the reports are coming in fast and furious on Aaron Rodgers. Yep, and of all the people you would expect to be breaking this news, I thought it would be Pat McAfee. I was wrong. It's Trey Wingo. Trey Wingo, formerly of ESPN, says hearing Rodgers to the Jets is done. History about to repeat itself between New York and Green Bay. Time is indeed a flat circle. Right now, ESPN and NFL Network are being a little bit more cautious about it. But if Aaron Rodgers is indeed going to be a Jet, his new teammates have already (laughs) taken to Twitter. Garrett Wilson, the reigning rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, says, I can finally enjoy my vacation now. Y'all should see the smile on my face right now. You have Brees Hall, who is quote-tweeting Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner said, I, man, say, man, just like uh, lots of smile emojis going on. And he tagged Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, the running back for the Jets. And Brees Hall quote tweeted and said, the cheese head did it. (laughs) And that's a reference to the backyard barbecue, (laughs) the uh, fire pit where Sauce Gardner burned the cheese head that he wore after the Jets won in Lambeau Field this season. Guys, there's so many questions. First of all, what did the Jets have to give up? Or yep. what do they have to give up? Did they have to give up that 13 pick? I would, I'm going to guess, no. I don't think Rodgers had no. that much value 
to the. I think it, the there Pack- was not one other team yeah. that was rumored to be yeah. in this sweepstakes. And the Packers didn't seem to have any interest in bringing Aaron Rodgers back. They seem no. to have moved on. They seem like they move on. Let's yeah. let's take the time machine yeah. if we can back to the Super Bowl when we had Garrett Wilson on our set and we asked him what it would be like if he could become a teammate of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers called you up and said, hey, would you like to catch passes from me next year? What would you say to Aaron? <laughs> I probably, uh, I don't know, man. I probably have a tear, tear of joy come down. I mean, that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the greatest players of all time. And, and for him to even know my name or say he wanted to throw me the ball, I would, I would probably cry, bro. For real. You know, that's a, that's a GOAT. So funny considering they have a quarterback under contract in Zach Wilson. <laughs> but wow. I mean, I no, I don't fault Garrett Wilson yeah. at all. Uh, you know, it's a big, it's beyond a big upgrade. And I know that maybe there's some people who are just done for this Aaron Rodgers, or waiting for this Aaron Rodgers story to be done. But think about this if you are these young Jets players. Brees Hall tweeting out, spoke it into existence for real. Mm. Now, this is happening. Now, let's listen to a little Rodgers from over the weekend, shall we? He was at a charity flag football event that I believe was being, I don't know if it was being hosted by Brandon Marshall, but he stopped and had a conversation with Brandon Marshall for the I Am Athlete podcast. They talked about a lot. First, let's hear the timeline for his decision. What are we doing, hey, Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned? How Stay long tuned. we got to wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's a, there's, a, there's, a time, there's a time limit for Can all I break this. the news? Okay. So that was yesterday, right? This. That video some broke. point over the weekend. I thought it was yesterday. I was don't think yet? I saw it on Saturday. Yeah. And then Rogers, Brandon Marshall said, you should break the news to me. Don't you know I'm an all-time jet? <laughs> Which <laughs> Rogers is like, uh, I think of you as a bear. Let's hear it. Just like you're an all-time Packer, you can be an all-time Jet. Not if you only play one year, you can't be an all-time Yes, you can. Absolutely. Numbers don't lie. Organizations have history, right? And it's about the people that made those organizations. Yeah, and he says in there, you can't be an all-time Jet if I'm there for one year, which is Mm. interesting. Is this like an all-in, one-and-done, that's the only thing that Rodgers wants to promise him? I when we I see the contract, that, it's not going to yeah. look like one year. Also, too, I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers was thinking out the entire situation there, that little conversation. Yeah, it's really interesting to me. How good are the Jets? Is this – are they a football team? I actually saw something interesting that everyone talks about their young town and Sampter, who keeps on glowing about them, puts Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is on the trade market, and they're not into him at all. And so they really have Garrett Wilson, C.J. Uzama – what, are they going to bring in talent around him? What's going on here? Are they going to bring in a line? Are they all set, or do they need to kind of go all in like the Rams and the Dolphins and the Eagles? Well, I think they do need some O-line help. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they have some. They have two young draft picks along the line who people like a lot. Mekhi Becton, if he can stay healthy and keep his weight down. And yeah. then you obviously have Elijah Vera Tucker, the former guard from USC. They did pay a lot to Lake and Tomlinson. They have George Fant. I mean, I'm now I'm naming Jets offensive linemen. When did what, the show's off the rails? <laughs> but between Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, Corey, yeah, Corey yeah. Davis, and yeah. Uzama, and Aaron Rodgers, if this happens. Hall coming off an ACL, though, right? So not that the running back makes any difference. I, I don't know. I feel like people are make it sound like it's Aaron Rodgers and just stirred, and all of a sudden the Jets are a Super Bowl contender. But it's a brutal division. It's a brutal conference, and it's a young team. I, I don't You're know. You're right on he, all fronts. It's just, I don't know if it's closer to Brett Favre joins the Jets or Tom Brady joins the Bucks. It um different. 
It's definitely not Brady joining the Bucks. Well, if it's not that, then what's the point for Aaron Rodgers? Well, because they can still be really good. It's just not the same type of team, I don't think. I think it I think he views it as that. Yeah, but Mike Evans was in what year? You know, he was like already in the in the league for six years or whatever by the time Brady got there. This isn't, you know, Garrett Wilson who's coming off his rookie season. I think he I'm views it as a sleeping giant kind of team. Like the Bucks had a great defense and talented wide receivers. So yeah. I I would think that Rodgers could have convinced himself that the Jets are like that team. I think his goal is Super Bowl or bust. You no, think I, it's... I think it's definitely Super Bowl. Listen, the Jets won seven games last year no. and got nothing from the quarterback position. And right. that was in that tough di- division, playing a hard schedule. You know, I, I think there's reason to believe here with the Jets. They could absolutely be a sleeping giant. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bucks did they win seven games a year before Brady got there, too? It sounds... sounds actually... Yeah, they won, They were 7-9 and nine the year before. There were only 16 games at the time. And then Brady took them over the top. But I also worry about just the symmetry with Brett Favre. Tell me that's not in your head. It is in my head. It, it has to be in everyone's head. But right. And the Favre thing was, at the time, not a huge disaster. They were a good team until he got hurt. He was only there for a year. But then subsequently, it's been so clouded with everything we learned about Jen Sturger and what a dog Brett Favre was when he was here. It's almost like it's been erased. Right, and also they they were okay, but they weren't. What I I know they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make. He got hurt. He got hurt, but even so, they didn't feel like they were building anything. And he never clicked. He didn't know the coaching staff that well. He signed later in the year. Yeah, he. I don't think he had his own offensive coordinator. I don't remember exactly, but I think his numbers were way down. Then he got to Minnesota the next year and just blew up. It was amazing. So I also wondered that too. Will Aaron Rodgers be just? Will this be a similar one and done? where he tries out the Jets and it doesn't fit and he has enough. That's why I want to see the contract. Like, could he go to San Francisco next year or Miami next year? Is this, are we going to have another summer of Aaron Rodgers? That's why I, I'm dying to see this contract. I would not put it past him. And honestly, once we even hear the contract, I think we're operating on a year-to-year basis here with mm, Rodgers, no do. matter what. I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, we were operating on year-to-year when he signed a $150 million deal with Green Bay last year. <laughs> yeah. And it's still year to year. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny about that. I know that they're going to bring that number down, but there's no way he's retiring with $60 million on the table, was there? I don't know. I mean... He says he's not about that money, but that's a lot of money to not play football when you're amazingly <laughs> good at football. Also, that's enough money me, enough money for me to say it is about the money. <laughs> me too. I, I was like, it's 60. Yeah. I mean, if it starts with a six... And it's not 60,000. I think that's enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. I think it was going to always be enough. And, and also, he just didn't seem like he was done with the game yet. Right. You know, when he talked about the darkness retreat and he had one day where he presumed he was, you know, retired and worked through that. And then had another day where he thought he was going to play and work through that. I think the playing part was the final note that he ended on. And so it seemed like it was like a positive and that maybe he was ready for something new. And maybe he did have to get past the, the, you know, the idea that I'm following the same thing that Brett Favre did. And I tried so hard not to be Favre all those years. And now look at here I am. Also, I don't know if he wanted his last game to be that game against the Lions. Kind of like Brady didn't want his last game to be a disappointing game. I think these great quarterbacks think like that. lost to the Cowboys from Brady. Yeah, well, wait, that the no, but I think he came back after that Rams loss. Remember, he retired. Yeah. They lost to the Rams. And in the divisional he, round. He played pretty darn well. He led them back. Remember, and you and I both said at the time, I think I was like, are you sure that he doesn't have an itch to have one more final game? Listen, I think Brady could still come back. Yeah, no, I, I, you're exactly right. 
But Rodgers, you're right. There was no way he was done playing football. Why would he be done playing football unless it's a health concern? No, I mean, with Rodgers, you'd never know. Uh, Here's the the last clip for you. This is Rodgers was talking to Brandon Marshall. Again, the I Am Athlete podcast. They're at a uh, charity flag football event. Was asked if he's misunderstood. Do you feel misunderstood? I think there's some of that for sure. But I feel disassociated with needing to always set the record straight. When there's stuff out there that is patently false, the ego wants to be like, no, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. At some point, I'll be a little more understood, but that's not my focus. My focus is work on me, love people better, love myself better, and everything else take care of itself. There you go. Sorry, was anyone else really distracted by the PA system in the background? <laughs> <laughs> At one point they were playing, I listened to the whole clip, it's like four minutes long, and they were playing like disco music in the backdrop. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, Brandon Marshall and Rogers are trying to have a serious conversation and just like, get down, boogie woogie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> yeah, I also promised I'd never sing on the radio. Uh, no, that was I think we consider that singing. Yeah, yeah it was not. Thank I think you. You're safe. Okay, good. I'm like Jalen Hurts singing the Fly Eagles Fly. It's just like so <laughs> yes. tone deaf and off. You did have two uh, finger snaps in there to add a little, <laughs> a little rhythm section. To well, I mean, that, someone's got to do it. I need backup. Uh, okay, we're monitoring this. It looks like it's at maybe the proverbial one lar- one yard line. Yeah, that's here. the other thing too. Are we nervous that the the big ins, you know, the famous insiders are not going there yet? Schefter and Rappaport, all them. No, it's happening. It's I mean, happening, right? All those, all those it's guys happening. tweeting about it. It's happening. I mean, Wingo did walk it back in the most perfect way possible. He said, "I might have jumped the gun on the Aaron Rodgers news as there's a drive into the deep left field by Castellanos." Oh, okay. <laughs> but he did say, "I may have jumped the gun on the Aaron Rodgers news." I actually, I think Garrett Wilson, if they did jump the gun, I think the players are brilliant. They're forcing Aaron Rodgers to come now because they tweeted it out. Smart. See, yeah, I mean, Perloff's playing chess here yeah, while everyone's playing checkers. But you do you think Aaron Rodgers cares? Like, if he's not going to come, do you think he cares what Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson are <laughs> tweeting? No. <laughs> You're telling me you think he knows who Brees Hall is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's about to know. I think he's coming. I agree. I, I would be shocked if he didn't come. Because we both come, just if, argued that he's not going to retire. No. Packers don't want him. There is, there's no other options left. If he doesn't come, it is one of the all-time great hostage situations in, in sports. Oh, you don't understand. You're, I mean, the Jets are literally putting all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. No, no, no. You thought, as a Jets fan, Samter, you thought the Jets were a punchline before. If he you doesn't come, oh haven't seen anything oh, yet. Yeah. If he doesn't come, remember <laughs> when Kirk Cousins took less money to go to the Vikings? Oh, yeah. Like that was a moment that's been forgotten. This was, will never be forgotten. I was okay with that. I don't think. It, I don't think most Jet fans were all too upset that we didn't get Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would have been better than Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson the last couple of years. But and still. Of, of course, there's nothing that could go wrong with Aaron Rodgers putting on that Jets helmet. That's <laughs> guaranteed to go smoothly. I mean, come I on. Mean, Sanchez had the butt fumble. What's Aaron Rodgers is. Jets claim to fame. I mean, this has disaster written all over it as well. It is a snake bitten <laughs> franchise, especially a quarterback. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for Jets fans, but I can also see it being a disaster. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is coming here with his plant medicine and yeah. his good vibes, and he's the one who's gonna straighten out the Jets. <laughs> coming you know, here with his plant medicine. <laughs> you gotta go opposite. <laughs> They've been trying it the conventional way for too long here. You gotta go with somebody who's way out of left field. Like, or just uh, in outer space. Yeah, I, I totally get it from the Jets. I think it's better than Derek Carr. That that it's path seems so boring right now. More exciting. Yeah, if they'd got D- Derek Carr when they could have had the adventure that is Aaron Rodgers, 
It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome for all of our sakes. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We've got big announcements about our NCAA tournament bracket, which is exciting. Nick in Texas, once again, spearheading Pearl Jam 2.0. I want to make it clear, this is open to everybody, right? Yeah. Okay. I want to, yes, because I know a lot of people are looking for a bracket. This is a great place to join. Gotta get in on the Pearl Jam. It's awesome. Nick does a great job, you know, sort of overseeing and moderating the whole thing. And it's a solid, awesome, good time. Okay, we've got more free agency moves to get to you while we monitor Aaron Rodgers. We've got all the latest right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Massive day. It's shaping up to be. NFL free agency, the legal tampering period, Mm -hmm. which is... Silly sounding, but whatever. We're all in on it. It looks like Aaron Rodgers is getting closer and closer here. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a confusing story. Usually the tampering day we get definitive. For example, Jimmy G is going to the Raiders. It hasn't yeah. been that way with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. It's been a report here, a report there, a player tweeting. So it's not definitive, I guess. What, how, what percentage? 98% of the way there? I, it feels like it. Yeah. 855-212-4CBS. Sean is in Oregon. Wants to talk about what looks like an impending move here. What's up, Sean? Sean just dropped? Oh, Sean just dropped. Okay. Um, Now at this point, it's going to be anticlimactic when he does it. It's going to be ridiculously embarrassing for the Jets if he doesn't. This looks like it's happening. Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe he does want to break it on his buddy Pat McAfee's show. Or maybe he wants to control the narrative of some way. Now, the guy, the original tweet, Trey Wingo is not really an NFL newsbreaker. To me... When a non-newsbreaker like that, a guy who's been around, says it, they're usually not making it up. So what's what could possibly be the holdup? Because I think the Jets would be eager to announce this. It doesn't seem like the terms have been a big issue from all the reporting I've seen. It seems like the Jets and the Packers are on the same page. So is well, this just... Yeah. I'm just shocked that there wasn't a last-minute team who got in. Yeah. Like, is that a red flag at all that there were no... It doesn't appear that any other team, at least publicly, was linked to Aaron Rodgers except for the New York Jets. Well, and the Raiders... Well, the Raiders... But were, the Raiders were basically like a no thanks. I don't know if we ever really got anything... Beyond just a shade of a rumor there. There was reports that the Raiders and the Panthers at least called the Packers. That's something. That's something. Yeah. But now the Panthers have gone the complete other opposite end of the spectrum, which is trading with the Chicago Bears to get all the way up to number one. Dumbest trade ever. Dumbest trade ever? Oh, is this a terrible trade? How can you tell already? We don't even know who they're going to take. Because they gave away their best receiver, DJ Moore. Yeah. They gave away next year's first round pick, correct? Yes. How many games are they going to win this year? Well, with saying they're drafting a rookie quarterback, who you know Sam Darnold and this rookie quarterback, we're talking three or four wins, and they're right back in the boat. Basically, they're earning uh, an amazing draft pick for the Bears next year. 
Yes, but I mean, <laughs> I think they really wanted to get up and have their pick. That if you see your franchise quarterback from the Panther sides of things, you're also not getting judged on year one and year two. Right, but you're giving up your draft pick that could be look at this year's draft. You see Seattle up there with the Russell Wilson trade, and there's there's another team that's up there. The, the Lions, because the, the Lions. Rams were so bad. Yeah. Li- so you really, the last thing you want to do is trade away a top five pick. So that's what makes me really nervous. I, I don't really see a strong plan by the Panthers because let's say that they do draft a quarterback that they like. You know, you have a five year window with the rookie salary cap. How are you going to build enough talent around him to be a competitor? Because you've given up a lot of lot of draft capital. You gave up your best receiver. You're very thin right now. Yeah, but I don't you, get the timing. You at all. have money to spend in free agency. It's because you're not paying your rookie quarterback. Right. Or you're not paying your quarterback because they're on the rookie deal. And listen, this is the cost of doing business, of getting off the carousel. Like, Sam Darnold, yep. bringing back Cam Newton, you know, Baker Mayfield. Like, it just, it, it's not a solution. And they need a solution. So, of course, it was going to be punitive. What I thought was hilarious was the report that they were going to trade out of the number one pick now. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> You well, just trade it up, so you're going to trade back with who? Arizona, and then you're going to be okay with maybe taking the third quarterback off the board? Of course you are, because everyone knows all four of these quarterbacks are completely flawed. Well, then why not and just trade with Carolina with uh, Arizona in the first place? That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't get this trade up to number one and why you gave up so okay. much to get up there. Because the ninth pick and the first pick, this is not an Andrew Luck draft. This is not a Trevor Lawrence pick. There's not that much value in the number one pick, and you just gave up a lot of value to get up there. Well... Here's what I think is maybe a head fake. The idea that they don't know who they're taking. Okay. When I first saw this, I'm like, oh, they want Bryce Young. Now, what I thought was interesting was Boomer Esiason, who hosts the morning show on WFAN, was college roommates with Frank Reich, the new head coach at Maryland, or the new head coach in Carolina, pardon me, when the two were at Maryland. Right. Can I speak today? Boomer has remained very close with Frank Reich. So when he says things about Frank, I think it's good to pay attention to what he says. Here's what he had to say about what Frank Reich wants in a quarterback. I know what Frank likes. Frank likes a big quarterback, thick legs and, you know, like a strong body and a, and a great base. And he also wants a guy that's highly accurate. So that kind of makes me think that Anthony Richardson's not in, involved in this. And Will Levis is not involved in this. This comes down to C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Okay, so if Boomer knows Frank Reich very well, which he does, you take away Anthony Richardson, you take away Will Levis, you got to stay at one. Because if you want C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, you can't go down to three and assume that those two guys are not going to be off the board. I mean, they traded up all that to get nine to one for CJ Stroud. Come on. I, I just think that this is gonna go down as a real, real bad trade. Because most first of all, the last four trades that people traded the top five for a quarterback have been disastrous. Yeah, so this due. is risky. This is not a great quarterback class. CJ Stroud is not Trevor Lawrence. I like CJ Stroud, but maybe at number one feels rich for him, but to give up all that, I don't know. Next year's draft class are gonna look at it and the Bears how about for the Bears are pulling an Eagles where they get to try out Justin Fields for another year? Yep. Then they could have two top 10 picks and they could get the guy. Listen, the, I love it from the Bears. Standpoint. The Bears were sitting in the, yeah. like they were sitting pretty, right? Even if they didn't get two number ones, which Ryan Poles told Peter King, he thought he was going to get, right. you get DJ Moore. So like a number one. Yeah. So, and they might be able to draft a player like Jalen Carter, who could be a, a pro bowler in year one. So 
I just don't quite get it from Carolina. I think Carolina, and I'm going on recent track record. Yeah. Carolina seems like a rudderless ship. I, I, I understand. Well, you're hoping that, with a new coach and yeah. a franchise quarterback, maybe it looks a little better. But why do you think that this GM who has made all these bad decisions is all of a sudden making a good one? <laughs> they got to luck out with a quarterback. And they don't know, and we don't know, and it's all going to be like a big crapshoot. It always is with the QBs. Yes, but, okay, yeah. I I don't know. Roger I don't, I don't said get it. no. They weren't really into yeah. car. I don't really understand why they, and it's, I think I understand the situation. Scott Fitterer is still there. But anyway, uh, I wish them luck. Yeah, I, I just don't understand why they didn't do a full regime change. And David Tepper's supposed to be this big glitzy owner. To draft this quarterback with no team around him seems like there's going to be some pain in Carolina. I don't know if he can handle it. Man, I say the roster is not nothing. Let's go to the phones. Mark is our buddy in Miami. Wants to talk about the Dolphins. Mark, the Dolphins are all in, buddy. Yeah, what's up, guys? Talk about the Dolphins and one on Rodgers. As far as the Dolphins. So far, so good through the first day of free agency. I thought picking up Jay Ramsey opposite Xavier Howard gives them the two lockdown corners. Yep. Uh, maybe you could say Ramsey has lost a little bit, but he's still an elite DB, and Byron Jones Byron uh, Jones is out the door. So yep. excellent replacement. And then these delusional Jet fans, you're going to need a backup. And great move by the Dolphins to steal a backup because if anything happens on Tua, knock on wood, I think when healthy guys last year we saw – Dolphins were rolling, and with this offense and this stacked-up defense, uh, which brings me to the Jets, uh, they're still the third-best team. It's going to be funny when Aaron Rodgers goes there and he fails miserably. The guy's in decline, and and he can, with more talented uh, roster around him, in a weaker conference in the NFC, he can even make the playoffs, and they think they're coming to the AFC, he's going to do it. Jets fans are woefully delusional, and like I said, I think they're still behind Buffalo, and I still think they're behind Miami. It's it's the Chiefs up top, a gap, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Miami in the next tap, and then everybody else. And, guys, I'll call it right now. The Jets are going to miss the playoffs, and, and he's going to have the same output as uh, Favre, and he's going to wobbly, and they're going to can't wait to get him out of the apple. Thanks wow. For time. Mark, calling the shot right there. Yeah. No playoffs if Rodgers does indeed sign with the Jets. Quickly, let's get to Michael, who's in Ohio. What's up, Michael? Hey, Maggie Perloff. Hey, uh, just have a kind of a problem with uh, Perloff saying that every quarterback in this draft is flawed. That's kind of a bold statement there. What? I named the one who's not. You said there's no no Andrew Luck or Trevor Lawrence in this draft. I don't, there's zero Super Bowls between the both of them. So um, I don't know. I, I think I think C.J. Stroud is going to end up being a great player, and I think that Will Levis is actually going to end up being a very, very good starter maybe two, three years down the, down the road. He has all the tools to definitely carry a franchise with that big arm that he has. But you have to admit, if you, coming into this draft, Will Levis's stats do not, you know, historically do not look well. There's a few guys who've overcome bad stats in college to become really good. Josh Allen, Maggie's quarterback. But last year he had 19 touchdowns and 10 picks. Yeah, I'm not on real big on the Will Levis, but I think that C.J. Stroud, I think he has uh, – I like Bryce Young, too. I just don't think he has the size to be able to to, to hold up in the NFL. I think Stroud is going to be one heck of a Listen, Michael, if you want to look at – and thank you for the call – the quote-unquote sure things. We know there's never there's no such thing. But Stroud has the size. He's got the accuracy. He can hang in the pocket. He's got the leadership, the makeup, all that stuff. Can he also run? And we saw it against Georgia where he brought everything to the party. He's probably as close as a complete quarterback of any of those guys. Okay, we got more. We got Aaron Rodgers updates. Oh, buddy. Next.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.